All right, welcome to episode 62 of the Hot Grits Podcast. I'm Travis Shadon. With me, as always, Spencer Maddox. And Spencer, our title sponsor, Coach's Corner, has stepped up in a big way. 25% off, right? Yeah, we got to tell the people before we start this episode, 25% off at Coach's Corner, 25% off your check when you tell them that the Hot Grits Podcast sent you. That's, so, not, that's not just food. No. That's so, liquor, beer. Cold ones, yeah. hot ones, on ice. Not on ice. You don't, dude. You don't find twenty five percent off anywhere. That's like friends and family stuff. No, yeah, that's huge stuff. Yeah. And John Henderson and those guys have come through in a big, big way for us. So we want, to, we want our listeners, which we already knew, we're going to Coach's Corner. We want yeah. them now to benefit from going to Coach's Corner. Uh, they got live music all the time. Of course, Carl Damasi, coaching the AD show Wednesday and Saturdays. Rubbing and grubbing, guys. Dan and Brandon and. uh a who's on first baseball podcast now Yeah, from Carl too. So plenty going on. They messed up, dude. Now the mob's going to be there. Dude, the HGP mob, 25% off at 3016 East Victory Drive, Coach's Corner in Savannah. Tell your server, tell your bartender, tell owner John Henderson that the Hot Grits podcast sent you and save some cash today. All right, let's get it for a 60-second time, the Hot Grits podcast. My name is Van Johnson. I'm 67, native of the city of Savannah. I'm pro go band. Let's go. That's all we need. Ain't nobody gonna rip like me, spit like me, flip like me, drop them hot grits like me, hits like me, just like me. Ain't nobody gonna rip like me, spit like me, flip like me, drop them hot grits like me, hits like me, just like me. Okay, Spencer, here we go. 60-second episode of the Hot Grits Podcast. Let's go. Feels like it's been forever since we talked, my guy. It, lot, it has. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. It's been two weeks since I've been in this chair. I took last week off. I did it over the phone. Must be nice. Yeah. Well, I've been working my ass off, man. Real world stuff. Like what? Uh, bartending. Slinging those drinks, dude. But, I mean. It is a tough gig. Yeah. You know what's not a tough gig? Instant replay in Major League Baseball. Oh, my God, dude. Let's start with the Braves. The Braves did it to themselves, though, because... The Braves have been playing like shit, and yeah. they've also gotten screwed twice. Yeah. Once was an egregious call that we'll talk about at length. Uh, Boom never touched home Yeah. on Sunday Night Baseball. Major League Baseball, obviously, by now you know, went to uh, the mystical center in New York with uh, Umpire X never named, and came back with a safe call somehow. And then Major League Baseball players exploded all over social media and everything like that. But the Braves, Spencer, 4-7 and seven as we record Not this great. on Wednesday. Not great. Rotation Fre- doesn't look good. Freed's been knocked around, your boy. Yeah. What are your takes, Braves? Um, Outside of the obvious pitching stuff, which, I mean, you literally just have to cross your fingers and hope figures itself out right uh azuna does not look good dude uh he hasn't looked good to me at all and um you know more the further and further this gets along you start to get scared because there was already the narrative that he's gonna he's gonna regress to the mean at some point right like he's there's no way he's that guy that we saw last year yeah yeah you mean mean azuna specifically yeah, yeah he's probably not even the guy that he was the year before because well, he was ne- he was never that guy throughout his entire career, but I mean, obviously he's going to be a good hitter. He's going to hit home runs, but you need him to be an all star caliber player in the heart of the lineup if you want to be. Key. Yeah, it is a, like you're starting to, and of course, like classic. I know you're under tutelage to become baseball guy. I am baseball uh, guy. I know working terms into your vocabulary, yeah. baseball guy. Yeah, spin rate. 
launch base, angle. Baseball guy terms. Um, yeah. But baseball guy will tell you until June, July, or as late as he possibly can, that it's still early. Yeah. It's still early. Long season, things yeah. like that. Very. But, like, but like flaws are flaws regardless, right? True. Like one game is not a big enough sample size. We're 11 games deep now. Like there is some sample size to work with. Like things are becoming true. Yeah. Here's something that is true. The Braves bullpen is not going to be a strength of this team and they're yeah. not going to win. I said this on the last episode. They're not going to win the way they won last year. Last year. Yeah. Uh, B, the, the stuff with Freed, it's crazy now with Freed, like when he doesn't pitch well, how thin that rotation looks without him as a guarantee at the top. No telling with Soroka. He's pushed back because of shoulder soreness now. Like, yeah. Chuck Morton's been okay. Oh, man. I, I feel like a dummy because you were telling me that you just didn't buy that Soroka was going to be back in the month of April. I mean, and, I said that, yeah. Like, and I was like, immediately last year. Well, to my credit, it's not the Achilles that's keeping him out. Who could have foreseen a shoulder issue? I guess baseball I guy know. could have seen it. Maybe foresee- me. Maybe I should have foreseen a shoulder issue or something because it does tend to when you're ramping up like that and you haven't thrown in so long, tends things tend to pop up. But I'm not so much worried about the rotation because if I mean if the rotation never comes along, we're screwed. It's that's going to figure itself out. Um, Freed 11.46 ERA through 11 innings. I think the mustache has to go. Yeah, it's the mustache yeah, yeah, right yeah. now because. Change up the vibe. What is the mustache if not a momentum starter? Yeah. Right? But like now, the the good vibes are no longer there. True. You got to go clean lip. You True. have to have a clean upper canvas if you're, if you're Max Reed. You cannot be out there with a thin mustache rocking an 11.46 ERA. True. Don't work. His, his velocity is not down though, right? Like he's, It's not like he's throwing softballs up it's not like he's throwing taters out there he's getting knocked around a little bit but there's hope that he can start hitting his spots yeah i mean a lot of his fastballs are are not as competitive as they were last year last year he gave up two home runs all season yeah he's already done more than that yeah uh last year he didn't give up more than i think two runs in a start through i think until until his second to last start of the season and this year he's done that every single time out already Three, three starts. He's injured, I guess. Christian Pache now on the injured list. Yeah. Uh, a lot going wrong in, but, in I Atlanta. Mean, uh, one, one month can change this whole narrative. It's early. So, yeah, it, it is It is legitimately early in baseball terms, and we're going to play 162 games. We're not even through a tenth of the season. I'll so, tell you this, though. They, now, the outfield, boy, it'd be nice to have that Adam Duvall contract back. Yeah. Oh my God, man! He just crushed. He just crushed us yesterday. Yeah, he did. He did. He just crushed us. The Marlins themselves kind of got some revenge on the Braves from last year's playoffs. And dude, when we were down a billion runs last night, I uh, I got an alert Tuesday night. Yeah, I got an alert on my phone that said Adam Duvall hits three run homer, and my immediate instinct was like, "Yes, dude, we're gonna come back, Duvy. <laughs> we're gonna come back." And then I was like, "Oh shit, that's right. He's not on our roster for some reason." Like. Why couldn't you bring Duvall back? You can't find the money for Duvall? You found the money for Azuna? I, I don't get it. Like That was one of the biggest reasons we went. We won like a billion games last year. Yeah. So we had I, a guy think... like that to just throw around. Anytime somebody gets hurt, now we just look thin, man. Like it, You start to go down the line. If one of these guys misses time, we're in trouble. 
one of the like, I didn't like, have Pache that feeling. out now like Indurance yeah. okay going to be a going to be a regular every day you can't have that Mm-mm. he that doesn't look like an MLB happen. player to me no he doesn't he's out there bunting because of course the National League still doesn't have <laughs> uh, a DH which is the most absurd yeah. thing in all of sports you guys obviously know that but the the Braves I think Spencer it's telling that they've already snicker has already started shuffling that lineup around how long do you think we get until we see uh I'm blanking on his name right now, but uh, we see it call up. Mm, you just want me to start naming prospects? Yeah. Drew Waters? Drew Waters is who, who I'm talking about. No I, I, chance. No chance this year? Oh, no. This year, I guess maybe, but no. They're he gonna, won't, he's not coming up for Pache so, on the 10-day I.L. That no. ain't happening. No. No, they're not going to start Even if that. we just look really thin, like... They're not going to start the clock on him. Okay. So they would just first service time issues, though, not because he's not ready. I think he ready. would more readily go sign somebody or trade for somebody. Not somebody like not a perennial all-star or anything like that. I, I, another guy besides Duvall that just signed, Evingham native Josh Reddick, was just sort of out there as a free agent, signed with the Diamondbacks like 48 hours before, yeah. before Pache goes down with an injury. On a one-year deal, cheap deal, veteran guy from Georgia, won World Series titles. That would have been nice to have. Uh, And now they're not going to have that. So, Freed batting second. Albies was dropped to fifth. Swanson still not really hitting. Your boy Austin (sighs) Riley not really hitting. Austin Uh, Riley looks bad, dude. The young, handsome Babe Ruth does not look confident at the plate. Can we make some excuses for him? Let's make some excuses for the I'm going to make some excuses. I got a few. The throwback jersey. Yeah. I I get we're honoring Phil Necro, we're honoring Hank Aaron. I get mm-hmm. that. I get that. Um, maybe not four days in a row. Hmm? Yeah. You oh, I, I mean? agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the patch, like covering up the All-Star patch, that's not good vibes, dude. Also, just taking the All-Star game out of Atlanta in general, not good vibes. That's going to screw this team. Yeah, That's my next excuse. I agree. I agree. That voting law, I know nothing about it. It broke their hearts. That voting law is going to screw the Braves. Yeah. Because it needs to. Of course it had to be state legislation that screwed the Braves. There's no chance the Braves are 4-7 and seven right now Yeah. if the All-Star game is still and I Dude, I listened to your solo pod from last week. Thank I, you, thank you. Thank I you. agree 110% what you said. They got this wrong, dude. They they got this absolutely wrong. Uh, we're doing this to appease corporate spon- Like, corporate sponsors give a shit about Georgia voting law. You know what I mean? It's not like they don't give a damn. They care about their bottom line. So. Right. Not only are you not doing anything for this cause, you're not doing anything for this cause by moving the All-Star game out. Nothing will change. Georgia voters don't give a shit. Or, excuse me, Georgia legislators don't give a shit that this happened. You don't punish Georgia legislators. You punish small business owners in Atlanta. You punish the, the state of Georgia who cherishes stuff like this. And, hey, some of those small business owners are black. Yeah. Duh. Well, no. Duh. It's, it's not... It's not- like, some of the most powerful people in in some of the most powerful influential black people in Georgia are directly impacted by this. Duh. So you're you took you took away an econo- economic you're talking about the voting laws. So like I don't No, no, no. I'm not talking about the voting laws. I'm talking about specifically taking the All-Star game away from Georgia and away from Atlanta where a city It's going to affect white people and black. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, but so, Atlanta is a majority black city, right? I, guess, I mean, they are. I know that for a fact. They're like seventy five percent black. The point is, it hurts Atlanta. Yeah, it hurts Atlanta. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt the legislators. And you move it to a city that's majority white. 
It makes no sense. You move it to Denver and Coors Field, a, a stadium that was opened in 1995, hasn't hosted an all-star event since 1998. Right. There's a reason why. Because nobody goes to Coors Field for an all-star event. The Braves did what they were told to do. If you want to host an all-star game, get out of that dump in the middle of the city yeah. and go, build us a brand new stadium and we'll give you your all-star game. Yep. Now last year during coronavirus, they they did not they did not back up last year's all-star game and take this year's all-star game from Atlanta. Instead, it took voting voting laws yeah. to move the all-star game out of Atlanta and that sucks. It has that nothing really to sucks. do it has nothing to do with Georgia. No one that's not from Georgia will remember this in a year from now. Nobody's nobody's going to be like, oh, yeah, remember that one time they removed the All-Star game from Georgia and it really had a great impact on the world? No, fuck that, dude. Okay, I'll but, s- what, what, what they did is they screwed people and it's going to be forgotten immediately except everyone that's from here and we, we just got shit on one more time, dude. Right. By the big bad man. You could argue that the voting law... Screwed the citizens. Yep. And then the All Star Game moving screwed the citizens. Screwed the citizens. We are the only ones that get screwed. And yep. welcome to politics, my yep. friends. That is the gist. Of and it. if you agree with, if if you're a, a person who justifies this in any way, you don't understand how this works, and you don't understand what this means to people. They like, can you don't still understand. be right. Like let me. I don't think they're let right. Let me throw a hand up. I, here's how they could be right. If if by moving the All Star Game, Major League Baseball influences this law. Whether you're pro or con about the law, if this moving of the All-Star game does at some point influence legislation, then I'll throw my hand up. No I'll, chance. I'll say, I'll say, hey, what you did worked. You influenced legislation. You fixed what you thought was wrong. Do you, bro? But that ain't ever going to happen. Never. They're not changing the Never. law because of the All-Star game moving. So we essentially did not fix a problem. We created another one. Yep. It's not gonna. Air. It's not gonna. It's not gonna affect elections. It's not gonna affect voting. It's not gonna affect shit. All it did was impact those business owners, and my heart breaks for them because so many people. That's like that's like a St. Pat's in Savannah, an All Star game coming to Atlanta for those businesses. That's a big, big deal for us, especially for, for us too. It's not just yeah. Atlanta; it's the state of Georgia. Exactly. I was going to Atlanta. Oh, absolutely. I wasn't gonna go in probably for the home run derby. The All Star absolutely. It wasn't to me. It's, that kind of stuff isn't worth the money. I was going to be there for the entire weekend. But it would be. I was going to take the weekend be off fun to be up there around the battery and stuff. And, I was going to take the weekend off. We haven't had any. We haven't been able to do anything like this in years now. Right. In multiple, like a year and a half. And I figured the city of Atlanta. They, there's a blueprint already because yeah. guess what? You just hosted the NBA All Star Game two months ago. Yep. So you just hosted an All Star Game two months ago. Straight up, screw you, MLB. And I think the people of Georgia should be livid about this, and I don't think they should let it go. I think it should be hammered every point, every time you get a chance. It should be hammered in the media, in on Twitter. People and sh- we should use it as an excuse for the Braves losing. Absolutely. Okay. That that covered up that covered up patch. I mean, that's why we're four and seven. If you want it, whatever we are, yeah, four and seven. That's four why we're seven. losing. That's why we're losing. That's why Freed has a billion runs on him. Yeah, Brave, screw you, Rob. Manfred. Brave starters, five point eight zero ERA, not ideal. Uh, we'll move on from the Braves and talk about this as a whole for a second, Spencer. Instant replay in Major League Baseball. They got the call wrong on Sunday. That's really yeah. not up for debate anymore. Here's an idea that Brian Snicker tossed out, and I, I don't think I've talked to you about this yet. Maybe you heard it. Snicker said maybe a way to fix it is. 
to have the instant replay officials in New York not know what the call on the field was. I like that. So we get rid of the whole conclusive evidence thing. And and that way, because whether you want to or not, you know, subconsciously, you're going to probably defend your guy sometimes. If it's up in the air, you're going to go with the call that was on the field. That shouldn't be. A, we somehow made that into where that makes sense, but that we, doesn't make sense. It doesn't like it doesn't need to be that. Way. No, you gotta you gotta get. If, if it comes back and they can't figure out what the right call is, then you send it back to the umpires and they make the final decision. Right? Like if it really is inconclusive, like you can't tell, then you send it back and say whatever y'all call call. I, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, but. It definitely in that. I think if like, you go to replay, period. If you go to the replay center in New York, period. That is the call. That is the call because now we're taking the time to walk off the field, put right. put head for, put headsets in, uh, look out into thin air, and just listen to a guy in New York tell you if he agrees with you or not. Half of the time, the play isn't changed. A lot of the time, the play has not gotten correct. So something has to change with the instant replay system. You don't see this in football. Yeah. Is there any? Is there any like anything there for you? The fans throwing stuff on the field. Like people were mad about that. Like a little upset. I, I didn't give it. What do you mean? Like people were upset. Uh, I think Dansby Swanson said it's embarrassing for the city of Atlanta the way they behave. I don't think it's really embarrassing. Honestly, you mean after like, after the result. Yeah. I didn't see that Dansby said that. Yeah. He, uh, it was the. It's mostly what he talked about. He said like it was unfortunate that the, no, the call look, happened, but like I've been to he enough about baseball games that I know from working at the Sandnats and seeing a ton of low A baseball games in the middle of the summer. Yeah, there is a group of people that you can never judge, and that is seventh inning or later, one dollar beer guy at yeah. the game. Like those people, we cannot judge what they do. They're not in a right <laughs> state of mind. Now they've been screwed on a call against yeah. the Phillies early on. They haven't been in the stadium. Dansby was talking about like safety issues. He was like, "You don't understand. We have uh, like kids here. Like it's a safety issue." But that's why you don't get glass bottles in games. Like they don't give you glass because if Dansby if was hitting ugly, his weight, if he was hitting his weight, then he could say that. Yeah. Until then, until then, I think he's got his hands full. That's yeah. what I'll say about that. Yeah. And if yeah. a fan can throw it over those nets. And they deserve to be able to yeah. throw stuff on the field. I uh I actually liked it. Let those let those umps know how you feel about it because they, a, a boo isn't going to do it. You you always get to boo. Maybe I'm dead wrong here, but if I, I wasn't mad about. Cannot universally hate umpires and referees. And what are we even doing? Yeah. What, 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 I wasn't is, mad. what is it all for? I ain't mad at you, Atlanta. Throw some stuff on the field, bro. Nah, dude. Yeah. The only person that could get worse hate than that is probably LeBron at the farm. Yeah. Um. All right. Before we move on. From the Braves, we'll talk about the Masters and recap that. I want to tell you guys about Savannah Adult Baseball League. Savannah Adult Baseball League has two leagues, 18-plus and 33-plus. They have a spring league, which has already started, but they'll also have a fall league. And you can sign up as a free agent or sign up as a team. Spencer, we're waiting to be in that 33-plus league. Yeah. Top prospects yeah, yeah. in that league. SAB, Just waiting for my call-up, man. Waiting for your call-up. Well, you can, you can register today. At SAVMABL.com. SAVMABL.com. Uh, Spencer, did you watch the Masters? I did watch the golf, Masters. It was a golf tournament. I, 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 I did watch the Masters. I thought it was awesome. Um, eh. Without being too corny, I thought it was awesome that an Asian player won it. Like That is cool. Yeah. But it was a snoozer. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, just it was with, a snoozer. With all the... Uh, 
with all the like talk of like Asian hate going on right now, like people yeah. getting oh, literally yeah. legitimately beat up in the street, which is yeah. so wrong. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was awesome that an Asian player won it. And like, it's crazy to think about like oh, all those players in the field, the most famous tournament in the sport, and an entire country basically sends. It's one rep. Yeah, dude, and that guy won. And he comes over here and beats us. This guy is a superstar. Didn't just win. In like, Japan. One, one-handedly, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It, like, it was, never, it was never really in doubt, honestly. Like, nobody was really threatening. Real time, there was about 15 minutes between 15 and 16 on Sunday when Xander Shoffley birdies and Matsuyama bogeys or double bogeys. Yeah. 15, and then Shoffley's ball at 16 goes in the water. Which balls never go in the water at 16 anymore. Guys always get it close. Yeah. Of course, he goes in the water. Then Matsuyama bogeys for the win. Like, kind of a snooze. And then after, like, I know it's he's not from America, so yeah. not much you can do. It's tough to really, like, be jazzed up when there's a translator talking to. Like, you, you don't get a feel for what a guy actually means. I, yeah. I feel like that kind of sucks. In the cabin and everything. Did you yeah. watch that? No, I didn't watch that. It was just I like know. an awkward ceremony. Like It was just boring, Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. I uh, Hand up, I wasn't watching Sunday. My Hawks were on. So I mean, that's, that's, that's a wild thing that you watched the Hawks come back against the Hornets instead of the Masters final round. You don't, that's, you, that's a, I mean, like did, did you not thing. know that? Like, if I would, if you were to guess whether I watched the Masters or the Hawks, what do you think I watched? Did I text you once on Sunday? No. Okay, yeah. So then I knew that you weren't watching the Masters. I'm just saying that's a ludicrous <laughs> move. You know what I mean? Like it'd be like not watching the Tiger documentary. It'd be like having a sports podcast. Dude, I'm not missing and not a, watching the Tiger I'm documentary not, for two months. I'm not missing a Hawks game right now when we're on the best stretch of basketball that we've ever played. And obviously, I'm trying to talk about the Hawks today. I don't know if you could tell. Hawks on the second half. Yeah. Hawks on the second half. Of course, we'll give you guys. Um, it did suck the Tiger wasn't there. That sucks. Kind of made it boring. Yeah. What about Brian Harmon, Savannah guy? What'd you think? Eh. My dad was really jazzed up about that. I thought he played well. I was jazzed up. I found out I, I was tracking him like on Sunday. I, I was so sure that Matsuyama was going to win that I was on my phone on the ESPN Plus watching Spieth and Harmon play. Yeah. Just those two, that featured group. And neither was really in contention. But Brian Harmon has been really, really hot lately yeah. in terms of like top 10 if you're doing like. He's been playing well. Does he still live in Savannah? So this is a thing that a lot of people have said to me about Brian Harmon, and I don't think a lot of people get it. A lot of people are kind of rubbed the wrong way by Harmon because... I am rubbed the wrong way by Harmon, I'm not going to lie. When he's announced that first tease, and when you see his residence, it says St. Simon's Island. Right. That's where It says that's where he's from, St. Simon's Island. And that's not... Like, Brian Harmon is not saying he's from St. Simon's Island. That's where he resides. Yeah. If you ask him, he'll gladly tell you he's from Savannah. The PGA Tour.com has it from Savannah. Graduate of Savannah Christian. University of Georgia graduate. But I've heard that from a ton of people well, that have said, why doesn't he say he's from Savannah? Here's 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 my thing. And I never knew that was a thing. Here's my hot take. And uh, don't hate me, Brian Harmon. Um Yo, if I was from Savannah and I was, I am from Savannah, but if I was on the PGA Tour, Savannah's really only claim to fame on the PGA Tour, you would have, I would have a billboard here. I would like, a field at Savannah Christian would be named after me because I would have paid for something like that. I don't know. I would be pouring money back in 
I, I feel like it should be a bigger deal than it is. Like It, it should be, but here's the thing. like it, There's a little bit... Uh, and I would own a car dealership here. I've interviewed Brian. <laughs> you know I've interviewed Harmon a few times, and like, there's a little bit to me. It feels like a Shannon Sharp, Savannah State type vibe. And, and hear me out on this. I think Harmon's a little bit turned off by the fact that two weeks out of the year, his hometown essentially cares about him. I mean, hand up. We don't talk about Brian Harmon. We haven't. Yeah. Except for the Masters, and then the following week, this week at the RBC Heritage, which is his quote unquote home event. Right, I don't know. So, I follow him every every golf tournament. I check and see how he's doing. I I guess we do, but like I know for a fact that he's said before something to this nature that it's we play a lot of golf tournaments throughout the year, and like having one close to home, having one close to Savannah, is you know a good a good thing and it's cool and I like it and all. But in the end, it's just one tournament out of a bunch. Like he, he right, he doesn't like the and so. So it's not like Savannah Christian's out there repping Brian Harmon super hard. Like, don't you think they should be doing True. a little bit more that's too, very, right? Like, that's fair. That's fair. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just can't imagine a situation where I wouldn't be extremely what if he won the involved. Masters? Like, what if Brian Harmon That would be the, crazy. That'd be nuts for Savannah. Like, yeah. I, that would be insane for Savannah. Like Straight up. Japan, cool, I guess, but Savannah, I think cool. everyone, I think, I, in fact, I know everyone that's a sports fan in Savannah knows who Brian Harmon is. If oh, nothing yeah. else, oh yeah. If nothing else, I, f- I feel like he should be a little bit more of a like. Who's I don't the know, second? You think there. Gene Sowers probably? Maybe Next. I'm way off base by saying that. I don't know. No, no, I just... you're right. You're right. Like most famous golfer from Savannah, if you ask someone between the age of ten and fifty, Brian 10, Harmon, ten and sixty, Brian, it's Brian Harmon for yeah. sure. I think second Gene Sowers. Yeah, I didn't even know he's from Savannah. So Gene Sowers that's on me. Yeah, that's on me. Holy Christ, man. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about that. You're, you're like, it's incredible. Some of the things you just live your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just go about it, dude. Dude, I do it right, just man. Wandering, I'm writing a book. Frolicking through the woods. Yeah, looking for berries. Looking dude. for berries. No, that's Freddie Freeman. P- picking berries. All right, let's take a break on the second half. Hawks watch. Obviously, we are going to give you guys a quick interview, phone call with our NCAA tournament bracket challenge winner, uh, Random Kevin. I'm going to call him. Su- <laughs> I'm going to call him Random Kevin. We're going to talk to him. We're going to have him on the phone. Uh, we don't know this guy, but he won. We uh, had a lot of people on that challenge, dude. There was yeah. a lot of people. And it came down to the last game. He won. We had to do some inside investigating. Spencer, we thought he might have had multiple brackets. He doesn't know that yet. Yep. Obviously, we're, we're going to talk to him in just a second uh, on the phone, and I'm going to ask him if he had multiple brackets. So we could have a conspiracy on our hand. If not, he's getting $150 sent to him live over the air from John Carr Real Estate. Uh, we're going to do that, and then Hawks, and what else? Falcons on the back half. Okay, we have Kevin Kelleher, our winner of the ESPN Tournament Challenge, presented by John Carr Real Estate. We have Kevin on the line with us right now to give him his $150. Spencer Baylor saved him in the title game. Kevin, uh, are you stoked to have won yeah, the Hawk yeah. podcast group? Yeah, Baylor, Baylor. I knew it would be a popular pick going in, but I was pretty happy to see that not too many people had them and it all came down to just Baylor versus Gonzaga really well dude it had to have been awesome to like to have that much on I mean not like it's like an insane amount of money but it has to be awesome to have Baylor like if Baylor wins you win if they don't you don't win like it's just that cut and dry yeah yep yeah yeah so I, I knew that going in I was thinking about um I was in a, I had a, I was in a few pools, so I had a little bit more money on it, and I was thinking about maybe hedging on Gonzaga, 
and I decided not to because I I'd picked Baylor a long time ago, so I was pretty happy about that. So let me ask you this, Kevin. We had we had a bit of controversy early in our group about people having multiple entries. Are you a multiple bracket guy? Did you have more than one um, bracket? Let me check. I don't know. Oh, baby. Kev, we can't have you having two brackets in our, in our group, though, right? You only had one? I don't think. I mean, I don't think I had two. Let okay. me check. Oh, boy. Because, oh yeah, I did. So, I'm not I, had gonna... one. I had one. I had one. Oh, okay. Awesome. All right, yeah, because you would have had to have changed your name and gone with, like, a fake ESPN fan, 01427. We had a bunch of those. No, I, I just I just have the one, which is Pat's Flam. That's the only one. Pat's Flam? Uh, I yep. believe him. Is, is Kevin Parlay Pat's? No. You're not Parlay no. Pat's, are you, Kevin? So, no, I'm not, no. All right. <laughs> hey, we got your uh, Venmo pulled up right now, Kev. I'm going to send it to you right now, and you should be getting it. Technology's wild, bro. We have to confirm the last four digits of Kevin's phone. Should we get his social security number? Maybe his credit card number? Uh, yeah. Well, you mind if we run a credit check on you <laughs> real quick, Kev? <laughs> All right, Kev, we're going we're gonna to figure this out. Uh, i got to ask you, how, how did you find out about this thing? You're living in North Carolina. How did you find out about this group? So I actually don't know exactly how I found out about it. I think I, I'm, I'm big on uh, – card twitter and fantasy sport twitter so i'm guessing or not like i'm not presence or anything but i just follow a lot of people from it um and so i'm guessing someone probably favorited or follows you guys or something i'm not gotcha. entirely sure but we're, we're both pretty yeah. big on gambling twitter and i'm in poker twitter <laughs> well so. look let's be clear about the ratios here spencer you're rocking like 102 followers yeah but i'm a big uh i'm a big community uh contributor you know what i mean so people know me yeah maybe they don't follow but they they see my name you know Whatever, dude. Kevin, you know? $150 sent to you. You got it? Let me check. Sorry. I've had my phone to the ear. We're about to AT&T this man. Reach out and bless him. Thanks to John Carr Real Estate. Yeah. Long distance. I did. I appreciate it, guys. Boom. Awesome. There it is. So Absolutely. From John Carr Real Estate, Kevin Kelleher, our ESPN Tournament Challenge. Uh, we're going to do uh, challenges annually, Kevin. We, we did a bowl pick them i don't know if you were in that as well but, I was not, no. but, but well you, you can follow us now um on social media yeah, and keep sure up I, with that I, I listened to one episode just so i kind of knew you guys coming in so i'll, I'll try that? to listen to a few more there we go some stuff next year there we go man hey uh anything you want to say to the people um no hopefully davion mitchell is a high pick that's about all i've got davion mitchell from savannah from savannah from, from hinesville down here in our area well, there you go Pat's Flam. Congrats, Kev. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Okay, we're back. Second half, episode 62. Spencer, the Hawks may be possibly the greatest basketball team ever assembled. No ceilings, baby. No ceilings, indeed. No ceilings, baby. Hawks ceiling watch. Here's the update. No ceilings, dude. We're we're freaking rolling, Trav. That's not allowed. You know the rules, damn it. Last week, you had a four seed ceiling. I had a six seed ceiling. Yeah. But let's be honest with ourselves. The Hawks have won 7 of 10. They've won 3 straight. Nate McMillan is basically Red Auerbach, and the Hawks are absolutely rolling. Now, here's the thing. Go ahead and re-sign Vince Carter, dude. Give him 25 minutes a night. Nothing can stop this team from winning Not even Bob Rathman. Not Not, even Bob Bob Rathman. No, no, no. There's no chance. Did you see top 5 white guy of all time last night, Kevin Herter? Did you watch watch that game? Uh, Kevin, top 5 white guy, Kevin McHale. No, 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 Herter. Uh, red hair. Durant. Red hair. Red hair. No, no, no. Durant's not white. Kevin. He's a Kevin, though. Uh, okay, I see what you're doing here, dude. The touchdown pass with 0. .6 seconds 
he grabs it and just spins it like this. Eh, no, they can't see what I'm doing. Dude, oh my God. Whenever, <laughs> just like that, whenever <laughs> I lost it, I was like, we're winning the championship, dude. It's over with. It's over with. Nobody can touch us, dude. We're rolling right now. Trey Young's out. Uh, John Collins is out. Danilo Gananari is out. Dude, it doesn't matter, dude. We're winning a billion. We're winning a billion games. Nobody can stop us. D- d- give up. If you're not if you're not named Hawks, if you don't have the MLK jersey, uh, uh, we're winning. Nasty Nate, dude, we're all over it, dude. The the NBA is in trouble. We're, we're putting them on notice right now. Bogey Bog playing well. Uh, Snell getting minutes. Bruno, we'll leave that where it is. Not going to talk about. Bruno Fernando. We're not going to hammer Bruno Fernando. Here's the thing. The Hawks are now 30 and 25 as we record this. Spencer, yeah. they're in fourth place. Here's the thing. They're three games away from being in ninth place. They're five games away from being in third place. They're closer to ninth place. That's true. Then they are third place. Okay. Now. So, what are you trying you to tell give, me right now? Are you going to give me a real Hawk ceiling? Your last ceiling yeah. was four. What's your Hawk ceiling update? We're going to three, dude. You're going to three? I'm going to three. People might say that's delusional. Uh, I think they literally have a 2% chance of catching the Bucks, like by most statistical models. Cream but, City. But most statistical models had the Hawks uh, winning like roughly 500 in their, what, five games above 500 now? God, you sound like such a nerd. So. Most statistical models. Yeah, whatever, dude. I'm not stats guy. Uh, spin rate. Uh, I think angle. the Hawks have a four seed ceiling. Now, I won at one time. It's about time. At one time last week, I told you guys six seed ceiling. Yeah. Hand up. I'm going to change my ceiling for the first time, basically ever. Yeah. From six to four. <laughs> from six to four, and it's locked in. They are a four seed. It is as high as they can get. It is their ceiling. It is where they will go to the playoffs. Now, listen. Right. If the playoffs start today, the Hawks are not making the Eastern Conference Finals. Change, Probably not. Change my mind. Probably not. Okay, um, so then what are we really talking about? Uh, they got a chance, though, dude. I mean, the, they got to get all their guys back. Like, you want to see DeAndre Hunter on the floor. You want to see how that lineup looks. Forget that, Brooklyn. Yeah. Now the rest of the East. Like, all right. Let's just, you can beat the Bucks. They can beat the Bucks. Cream City soft. Of course they can, they, they the can beat the Bucks. They can beat the 76ers. All it really would take is, a, is an injury somewhere. But could they lose dude, to Miami? Yeah, absolutely. Could they lose? Does to, Miami could scare they lose you? To Boston? Does Miami scare you? Does yeah. Boston scare you? Yeah, because Pat Riley and nah. playoff, playoff Jimmy. Get, get that out of here. Yeah, I mean, yes, they could lose. We could wax. The, the Hawks could lose to anybody. They could lose to New York for sure. Who could they beat though? That's that's more the question. Like, because they're going to come into this with zero expectations. Nobody's going to give them a chance. Honestly, yeah. they could make a deep run, and this team is nasty, dude. They're uh, filthy. Under Nick McMillan, I think the Hawks are now five and six. In games in which they trailed by 10 or more points, 5 and 6, under Lloyd Pierce, they were 1 and 14 in such games. So it was so clear that Lloyd Pierce was the problem. And hand up, I kept wanting to give Lloyd Pierce a chance. I like the guy. I thought he was cool. It's not always easy to pro- It's like if you clearly Lloyd Pierce couldn't fix the problem. Right. So you got to go. Yep. You got to go. Peace. You See might ya. not be the problem, but you weren't the solution. So you got to go. See ya. Plus, Nate McMillan, if we're talking 2K ratings, he's got like. A plus potential right yeah, now. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. this guy Dude, reinventing the wheel here. There's literally no chance he's not the head coach by in the offseason. I, I would I would be willing to stake my professional reputation on that. They'd have I to miss the playoffs. Yeah, I don't see it happening. They'd have there's, to miss the playoffs. There's just really no chance. Or maybe like a sweep, like an embarrassing sweep. Guys don't play well. It's like some infighting. That would it would take something drastic for Nate McMillan not to be the head coach. Or maybe I'm dead wrong and they bring in like a top name in the offseason because it is like it's starting to look like a really sometimes maybe good. 
Sometimes it may be shit. It started, it's, it's starting to look like a really like good job opportunity. All right, you're I, a three you know. seed now, right? Yeah. Three seed ceiling? Yeah. Got to mark this down. Let's be official about this shit. Uh, I'm a four seed, right? Yeah. I, I wanted to get your take. They're locked I think, in forever. I think they're just a better team than the Celtics at this point, though, dude. Like, I, I've seen both these teams play a good bit. I've tried to avoid talking about the Celtics with anybody anywhere for the last three weeks. Right. And try to forget about them. And just let them slowly claw their way back. Like they they worked themselves into such a hole that now they are in the they they should not be in the fray with no. Atlanta and Miami. Like that's uh, an indictment on Boston. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if they're better than Atlanta right now. That's a problem. They should be clearly better than Atlanta, and I don't know. Well, if they, dude, I don't know if they'd win a series. Kimba Kimba Walker looks like a shell of himself. He's been he's been a real letdown. And look, Danny Ainge kind of. Not been great on these signings, right? Like mm. Isaiah Thomas did not really work out. That went downhill quickly. Yeah. Uh, Kim, or Kyrie Irving, we saw how that went down. Yeah. That did not end well. Now Kimball Walker, that's well Isaiah Thomas. Not, he got him out. Of, he got rid of him. He got that's that was the trade. It, for I'm Kyrie. saying it wasn't a long term. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. You're it right. was a flash in the pan. Yeah. And it wasn't ever. They still have never gotten that third man alongside Tatum and Brown. Yep. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you see the rankings this week that Trey Young was ranked uh, 48th players under the age of 25 in the NBA? <laughs> Hilarious, dude. What, so <laughs> what happens if they come out and uh, they win a playoff series, which, by the way, Lucas Doncic still hasn't done? What, come, what happens if they win a playoff He's series? He's been crying what? lately, too, Luca. Dude, he's... <sighs> did he just figure out am that I there's the, a play-in yeah, scenario? Man. Am I he... the only guy, am I the only person in the world that's just not enamored with Luka Doncic? Is it just me and the rest of Hawks fans that have a chip on their shoulder about yeah. this guy? Is it just me? Yeah, because, just you and the farm. Dude, I'm, <laughs> I don't buy... I don't know. Like I, I he's, He shoots like 33% from three, chucks him up all game long, and yeah, he's good. Like He's really good. I'm not going to take that away from him, but we're just anointing him. The next coming of LeBron? Come on, bro. Come on. Are we giving... Maybe I'm way off base here. I almost certainly am. Are we not giving Sweet Lou Williams enough credit? No, he's been awesome. Veteran presence? Dude, he's been awesome. He's been awesome. Yeah. He's been sick. You love... And it almost... The second he came on this team, your outlook on this team changed dramatically. Yeah, Sword. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute incline. Yeah. Now you're into him. No looking back. I think they may be one of the greatest teams of all time. Like, they are a four-seed ceiling. But they're don't sick. let that fool you. They're, they're the fourth best team in the East this year, but they could be the greatest listen, team Listen, dude, time. this team has been slept on a lot, and they have dealt with a lot of injuries. But that lineup of... But all the statistical models. That say. lineup of Trey Young, Bogdan Bogdanovich, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, and Clint Capella, it's been used... It hasn't seen that much floor time, but when it has, it's absolutely eviscerated people, dude. Like, they, they've blown people out. It's not even close. So I want to see what that looks like in the playoffs, and I'm excited as a Hawks fan. You should be too, dude. Absolute evisceration. That's the name of my first mixtape I called Dibs. All right, before we move on to the Falcon Spencer, let's tell the people about PrepSportsReport.com. The Prep Sports Report has been delivering local sports coverage for more than 20 years and continues to celebrate youth athletes in the coastal empire to this day. Prep Sports Report gives you daily updates on the many outstanding student athletes in our area on PrepSportsReport.com. That's PrepSportsReport.com. They got, they've got new stories every day about teams and athletes in every sport. That's right. It's led by local legend Carl Damasi, our guy Carl, our guy Carl. Uh, the Prep Sports Report gives fans and parents what they want, positive stories, celebrating the athletes, coaches, and supporters who are making a difference in coastal empire sports. So visit PrepSportsReport.com today. Find the Prep Sports Report on Facebook 
and follow them on Twitter at PrepSAV. You got to love it. PrepSportsReport.com. All right, Spencer, the Falcons have sent. Are we local legends yet? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. We're not yet. I don't think so. We're grinding, though. We're, I don't think so. We're well on our way, right? We don't have a parking spot. We're, I'm going to get a parking spot before the end of the year. God, you how your sick ass. would that be that would if be we had so a parking sick, spot? Man, that would be so awesome. Shit. Right in front of the globe. Yeah. I'd park there every day, and then I'd walk two miles to wherever I have to go. Of course. Yeah. Well, if you're at the globe, where else do you need to go? You're already there. I park my car at the parking <laughs> spot. I get an Uber from there to work. That's it. That's my day. That's what I do. Uh, the Falcons uh, ha- are one of one million teams at Justin Fields' second pro day today as we record this uh, Wednesday. Justin Fields is apparently, and like, let's not become pro day guys where they're throwing in gym shorts against no defense, but apparently really good showing today. Can I list off the teams for you that are at Justin Fields' pro day? Yes. Uh, here are the teams and also their pick in the first round. So we have the Jets, two, the 49ers picking three, the Falcons at four, the Panthers at eight, the Broncos at nine, and the Patriots at 15. Also, the Lions uh, have been there in the past looking at fields. They're at seven. Okay, so that's two, three, four, eight, nine, fifteen, possibly seven. With the Lions. So Fields, I think, has become the number one guy that shapes the draft. Right. And I think it starts with the Falcons at four. It does. It does. It's going to come down to that pick. Atlanta starts the draft, in my mind, like one through three, whatever. They're not going to move that. They're not going to. They're going to pick. You think? I I really like. I've I've discussed this at length with like a few Falcons fans. And uh, the difference between what what Falcons fans want and what they think the Falcons are. Those are two different questions. Yeah. So I think they're going to be a little just. I think, honestly, it's. I think they go quarterback. Probably like. I think it's a coin flip if they go quarterback. Who do you want? I want Fields, personally. Just from the the narrative just writes itself. He's from here. Trevor Lawrence is off the board. Zach. Zach Wilson off the board. So you would rank then after that you would go Fields. I think Trey Lance and Fields are roughly gonna. I mean, they're equal prospects who, who, in my mind. Who but for I, you would you like that's not a quarterback at four? Pitts. Anybody? Pitts, and that's it. It, it ends there. It, I think it would be sick if the Falcons could trade back and take Chase from LSU and get a defensive player, somewhat like another pick in the first round. Boy, it feels awesome. like you could work something out with the Broncos yeah. at number nine. And you could have Dude. your pick. You would get one of the leftovers from this group if you got to nine. You, Isn't would, it, you would get Pitts, Chase, Devontae Smith, there's no and way Waddle. Pitts, there's no way Pitts lasts. I'm saying, I, okay, so Pitts, Stutton, yeah, Chase, Smith, Waddle. One of those guys is going to yeah. be there at nine. Absolutely. One of those guys will be there at nine, and you can get them at nine. But if they stay at four, I think it's Fields. Dude. Yeah, I think it's going to be Fields. I, th- I think a lot of people think it's either Fields or Pitts at four if they stay there. I, I feel like it's a mistake to – personally, I think it's a mistake to take Pitts at four. I think he's that good of a player, but there's just so many other like, – there's going to be – Chase is going to be a dynamic player in the league in my mind. Like, I don't I don't see him being a plus. There's so many good players yeah. in this draft. And you can get so draft. much value by trading down. And, dude, it, I will say this. Isn't it exciting to be a Falcons fan for the first time in, like, a really long time? It's so monumental. Yeah. Right now, this is a monumental yeah. pick for the Falcons. What do you think they should do? Do you think they should take Fields? If I can, I like tinker with stuff before the draft. Can yeah. I, can I trade Julio before yeah. the draft? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I have to trade Julio Jones before the draft. Okay. 
You don't have to trade Matt Ryan, though. No, I don't think if you... I'm starting to think that if you don't... I think they should trade Matt Ryan. Yeah. Let me be clear about that. They should have traded him yesterday. Yeah. And Julio Jones. And anyone worth a damn on that roster, if you're going to rebuild, what's the point? Jeff Schultz in The Athletic, our guy, said as much in his column yesterday, Tuesday, that it's time for the Falcons to trade Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. If they traded Julio Jones before the draft, I would like to see them trade back from four and get the best out of that group. Pitts, Chase, Waddle, Smith. One of those players. A playmaker for Matt Ryan. And then you could possibly get back in and get Mac Jones. Yeah. Later yeah, on, maybe. absolutely. I mean, that well, could I, it, it seems like one of those... One of those top four or five quarterbacks is going to fall in the draft, right? Because you wouldn't expect them to go six through ten or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it, maybe it, New England, somebody like that. Can it's take a interesting, yeah. New England at fifteen. Could you imagine if Justin Fields was back in the state of Georgia, be sitting sick, on dude. the bench behind a, sitting on the bench behind a, a guy, that, a guy that he thinks <laughs> that he should. Be, you know what I mean? This guy, this guy, Justin Fields can't can't catch a break. I mean, could you imagine that? Like, yeah, that would be nuts. That it's a real possibility. I, I didn't. I, I didn't actually think about that. That but could no, really happen again. I think if you take one of those guys, I w- I would want them to be starting day one. Personally, just I think that's where we're at in the league. I don't think it's smart to take a quarterback because the first interception. Think about that. To be clear, though, you know for like you know that Matt Ryan won't be sitting. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that, no, no, right? absolutely. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. The first interception, Matt. If if they draft Justin Fields. The first interception that Matt Ryan throws, or the first bad game he has, you start hearing the calls for fields. Right, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't happen. Yeah, they but wouldn't. They, do I, it. That's just it, you, it's inviting a circus in. That's the what I'm moment saying. that Matt Ryan got replaced for Justin Fields, all value that was ever had in trading Matt Ryan would start plummeting. Yeah, not plummeting as bad as Deshaun Watson's trade value, but plummeting, like. Oh, I see quickly. what you mean. I see like what you it, mean. Yeah, because yeah. then he becomes a backup. It's like removing your closer. From the closer role in baseball and making him a setup guy, you just devalued him. You I think just, for the next two years, two. Matt Ryan's still probably a much better player than Justin Fields for the next two years. Julian Edelman but retired from the Pats. Is, that was that was a thing. Is he a Hall of Famer? No. Everyone's so. debating that. We're not. Uh, I will say this, though. One of the brand name white wide receivers. <laughs> First one in, last one out. Real scrappy kind of guy. <laughs> Uh, heady guy. He's, dude, he started the scrappy conversation. It was either no. him, him or Wes Welker. Wes Welker is the yeah. OG, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean... Current, like, modern age, Wes Welker is the top, top three wide receivers. It became a pattern with Edelman. Like, Wes Welker was a flash in the pan. Then it happened again with Edelman. So, I mean, Woodhead, like, after that, it started, like, snowballing a little bit. Like, One Daniel Amendola. This is some, there's something here. This, this is funny. Like, yeah. they keep doing this over and over. It's almost like they were intentionally looking for white guys. Like... White receivers. I mean, it was a pattern. Walker, yeah. Amendola, Edelman. But, I mean, Edelman was a mainstay. Yeah. He ain't a Hall of Famer. No. Nah. So, he retires. How long till he's in Tampa, you think? Two months, right? Like, not long. Mm, probably not long, yeah. Yeah. Not long at all. I don't know how that works. You can't just retire and then sign with another team. No, People I mean, would do that all the time. Gronk? Gronk did, but he, he sat out a year. Yeah, he so sat. Yeah. That's right. I, I, I think it's think, contract I think they still out. had to pay, or they still had to trade... With the Pats, I think, to get him. I don't know. I think the Pats still had his rights. I think so, too, actually. Yeah, yeah, But then he wouldn't unretire if he came out. Um, All right, let's wrap up, Spencer, but I wanted to tell you quickly before we did. Rush Probst, our guy from a few episodes ago, the head coach at Valdosta High School, the funny money guy. Yeah. The drug cartel money recruiting (laughs) guy. What a funny 
nut story. The GHSA, the Georgia High School Association, brought the hammer on Valdosta. Good for them. Nearly unprecedented in their penalties. Hasn't happened since 2012 to a Milton High School basketball team in the state of Georgia. Has not had a playoff uh, ban. So that's what's happening to Valdosta, who was a favorite this year to win the state championship. A big deal. The most wins in high school football history anywhere in the country. Valdosta High School. Banned from the playoffs this year. Fined more than any GHSA fine ever on record. $7,500 fine plus $5,000 for lack of institutional control. Six players ineligible moving forward. And I'm missing one thing. Oh, they have to forfeit their games from last season. Oh, my God. They made it to the Final Four last year. Gotta feel bad for those kids, right? Yeah, again, that's what it comes down to. Nobody gives a shit about the kids. Clearly, they just want to win football games. They still don't have a head coach. And the New York Times wrote a story, Spencer, about this with Nub Nelson. Remember Nub Nelson? Yeah. Remember Nub Nelson? Uh, All-time name. It was insane. It was insane, the story. The New York Times came down and wrote in Valdosta, Georgia, about Nub Nelson (laughs) and the Valdosta High School football program and rush Brooks. i love this story dude i hope it never goes away i hope we keep getting more and more layers. absolutely wacky yeah. yeah like if i'm the mlb that's why i moved my all-star game because in this state rush Brooks was doing <laughs> that kind of shit not some voting law jesus like the stuff that this guy and he still that might be off base dude. listen he still yo hasn't actually been fired rush probes just suspended. That was that was gonna be my next question. So he's just link, he's just out there, just suspended. This guy's a legend, dude. Legend of the game. Hire him immediately to be the Hawks head coach in the offseason. <laughs> um, all right, a couple more local things, and then we'll close out. Davion Mitchell, uh, from Baylor, from Hinesville, Liberty County star, declared for the NBA draft. He's going to be a first round pick. So shout out to him. That's awesome. USCB Spencer, University of South Carolina Beaufort, announced today. They are moving from NAIA to Division II. So they'll be on the Ooh. same level as Savannah State. Going to take years, obviously, but it'll be cool to have another, theoretically, school to compete with Savannah State at the same level. Maybe not in football, maybe not in basketball, but at least some of the other. Right, they already have one. In, cool. in, they, that school already has one in D2, right? Isn't Aiken in D2? No, no, no. I don't know. Well, maybe, but like USCB is moving from NAIA yeah, yeah, yeah. to D2. USC Aiken might already That's what I'm saying. Be, I don't know if they do or not, but they're two different institutions. Yeah, okay, fair. USCB is different. Um, uh, last one, Benedictine football. Kind of a big deal here. They're opening up uh, 2021 season, Spencer, with Miami Christopher Columbus. Home and home for the next two years. It's like a big-time college football scheduling thing. August 27th, BC will host the defending class 8a state champions in florida and and obviously i've told you about this kid before the quarterback at bc right holden garner he's committed to auburn if he signs with auburn a scholarship with auburn he will become the first quarterback from savannah to sign a power five scholarship ever what let that sink in what how's that possible crazy right how is that possible now i've like i've said this on other shows before when i say ever i mean like mod, like let's go back to like 1980 1975 okay somewhere in there like yeah, when yeah. they first started doing power five and group of five yeah yeah that's crazy yep. uh 
what's even crazier is the name of the school they're playing, Christopher Columbus. Miami Christopher Columbus. How do yeah. you get away with that in 2021? How has that not been changed? You're trying to cancel Chris? Oh, dude, people hate Christopher Columbus. You've known this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, he... I mean, I guess... There was murder on a large scale. I mean, yeah, just there was genocide, a, for sure. Right, 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 right. Um, and we're not... We're and anti, also, he did we're anti yeah, yeah, we don't like genocide. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he also didn't discover America, so that's a thing. Can't do that with you right now, Kyrie. Yeah. I'm not doing that with okay. you, Kyrie. I, I'm just saying, like, I, I, interesting name. What a good episode, dude. I, I, I'm I'm happy we did this. I'm happy we still have a podcast, you know what I mean? Yeah, welcome back. Thanks. Uh, all right, episode 63 next week. We will be getting after it again. Uh, Spencer, how do they find you? Find me on Twitter, at SpencerMaddox underscore. Don't you dare forget that underscore. I'm sick of people forgetting that freaking underscore, dude. How do you find you? The Hot Grits on Instagram, at Podcast Grits on Twitter for the show, hotgritspod at gmail.com, at Jadon Sports for me on Twitter. Please like, subscribe on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, we're everywhere. If you click that subscribe button and those five stars, we will give you a prize. Yeah. Maybe. Our love. Well, let's not tell, don't tell Devotion. them what the surprise is. Okay, my bad. All right, until episode 63, stay safe, wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace. Savannah's premier indoor baseball training facility, SBPA is owned and operated by Ross Howard, and together with instructors who have played college and professional baseball, Ross and SBPA offer customized instruction year-round for baseball and softball players, full-length batting cages, pitching mounds, and a state-of-the-art technology to measure improvement are just a few of the highlights over at the academy. Call Ross at 912-484-5282 and visit the Savannah Baseball Performance Academy on Facebook for programs, teams, camps, and more information about how to take advantage of this great venue. Savannah's only year-round indoor baseball facility, Ross Howard, our guy, give him a call, 912-484-5282.